Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. How to live in a healthy home all winter long. Because in Ottawa, we have a really long winter. And long, so, long, 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 long right. winter. And so, we want to make sure that not only do we get to live healthy, you get to live healthy too. And part of it is having a healthy home. So, today on the Inside Track, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. And I'm Yetta Decker. I'm Ken Decker. I'm Candace Decker St. Louis. Right. Changes up every time. I love it. And we love that we get to be part of the Decker team together. Mm -hmm. We're not always together on air together. And sometimes parts of us are here. And it's just kind of neat to know that for 29 years, not only have we been family, we've really been in the industry together Yeah, and been able to help and really help families like over 2,380 of them move into homes that they love and also just thrive more in the home that they're living in. Or or a rental property, becoming a landlord and financially uh, secure. Mm -hmm. You know, that's interesting because I did a calculation because I'm the numbers guy on the team. Yeah. I did a calculation and uh, I estimate that we have helped families build more than $200 million in equity and wealth in their real estate portfolios. That sounds good. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't something we always knew how to do. So we have to rat ourselves out, tell the truth, <laughs> that there was a time where we were about to be divorced and ready to declare bankruptcy and just not doing things well. We were broken, broken. And it really, in a moment, in an instant, we saw something in somebody else's life. In this case, I did. And I wondered for the first time, could I have that too? Was there a possibility for me to shift the way I was showing up in the world, shift everything about our family and our lives, mm-hmm. and start to live a life where I got to thrive? Mm-hmm. And little by little by little, we changed things. We started becoming avid students of faith and relationships and business we were already doing okay at, and yet everything else was falling apart. And so that's been transformational for us. Yeah, and what's interesting is with all that stress of things not going really well, mm-hmm. I used to get sick frequently. Sometimes every four to six weeks, it felt yeah. like I had just gotten healed, mm-hmm. and then I got hit with something else, whether it be a cold, a flu, a, a this or a that. Yeah, right. And then what I've learned is that it can be part of the house the environment that you're living in right. can affect your ha- your mm-hmm. health and the decisions we make on a daily basis affect our health yeah. and then the stress that we live under yeah. affects our health. Yeah, and so what we know now is if our family could be shifted and turned into something that's pretty healthy most days, mm-hmm. then anyone's can. And so that's why we're chatting about this today. We're talking about in the midst of winter, there is more stressors because we do have stale air in our houses. So how do we get fresher air in our homes? We are cooped up a little bit more. Most people in Ottawa, even if you're active and you go skiing or skating, which is actually a great tip, is spend some time in the great outdoors. Mm-hmm. Building mm-hmm. snow forts, actually, that's not my favorite. <laughs> my favorite? is what? Snow angels. 
Oh. They're the best. Snow angels. Yeah. Get down on the ground and build. You build or create. Create snow angels. That's a lot of fun. So here's the gig, though. I don't always dress right for it. So dress right to be outdoors mm-hmm. is... Yeah. So we're not medical doctors. No. I'll just put a little... A little uh, disclaimer there. See your health practi- practitioner for ad- advice. And a lot of the things that we've done have helped yeah. us get a lot more healthy. Mm-hmm. And we run hard to serve our clients. We run, run long days. And you just can't get sick. It's not fun. No. You just can't do it. And Candace, you've got children. Yep. And those children go to school every day and go into the germ pool. Yes. Yep. And usually the first two years of one of the kids' uh, experiences in school, so that's JK and SK for my kids, every time I have a child going into that, um, our house is full of sickness more than any other years. So one thing that we incorporated a couple years ago was uh, using some different hand soap in the house to wash mm. their hands and the product was from doTERRA oils and it's on guard hand soap and it, it kills the bacteria uh, um, and also promotes um, health when they're okay. moving forward so it's and, and it's, you say it doesn't affect your septic system no, it doesn't kill the no, bacteria in your septic no well, and good. it significantly increased the um, amount of days my kids could go to school and then I could, <laughs> I could work. And it's the most wonderful time of year. Yeah, because we... Back to school. We have a full house and um, uh-huh. what would happen is one would get sick and the next one would get sick and it would usually transfer to at least five out of seven people in our house. And sometimes when the first person would get sick a second time. Um, but once I introduced the hand soap, it would only do that one person or up to two people. It never got more than two people sick at a time, which was a huge <laughs> blessing in my world. And so whether it's doTERRA or it's another brand of essential oil, it's an essential oil that has... Um, Antimicrobials. Yeah, uh-huh. that actually foster great air quality and great quality on our skins. And the septic conversation, if you're living on well and septic, is an amazing thing just to take note of because there's a lot of antibacterials out there that actually not only kill germs, they kill the stuff that's in your septic bed yeah. and then you can cause really costly septic damage. Yeah, they're, they're hard on your, <clears throat> your skin. They kill all bacteria, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one of the, one day, our, um, we had the, the antibacterial spray, you know, like it's uh, alcohol stuff. Yeah. And one of the agents walked in and he thought it was mouth spray. So he <laughs> shot a shot in his mouth. Uh. <laughs> that didn't go so well for him. <laughs> uh. Whereas the good news, if you did that with On Guard, nothing bad would happen. Yeah. you just get a little bit of cinnamon flavor and burn your lips a little bit and then you'd feel all good a few minutes later. Yeah. So just having healthy... Um, things in your environment actually fosters good health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, it was uh, vitamin regime. Yeah. Um, D3 was a was a big one. Um, vitamin C and B12 mm-hmm. and fish oils. Yes. I think krill oil is one of the best. That's my favorite for my yeah. kids. Yeah, krill yeah. oil. 
How and they're really small, so it's easy for the kids. Like they learned when they were five years old to swallow those. To swallow the krill those oil. Krill and then we went to a bigger one. Yeah, no, we're in a bigger one, but yeah, by the end of it, they could take five small pills <laughs> at a time. Uh, but at the beginning, it's a big feat for a small child to. Mm -hmm. And we also, you can get fish oil um, that's liquid form and it's on it. You can drink it in a spoon, but it really <laughs> isn't that enjoyable. <laughs> well, they're flavored nicer they now. They have flavor. I, when I was yeah. a kid, cod liver oil straight up on the spoon. That's what we got. Yeah. <laughs> and what's interesting, maybe we'll talk about your experience with, with Grayson. Yep. And Jadelyn a little bit. Yeah. Because... You know, they, they were struggling health-wise with uh, epilepsy, yep. child seizures. Yes. And diet really healed them. Absolutely. Yeah, so we were up to uh, 20 to 30 seizures a day for one of our kids, which dramatically changes your world um, and their world. And then um, we looked into the medicine and we looked at different, once the medicine um, actually increased the amount of seizures we needed. We knew we needed some other alternative. So then I looked at diet and I looked at oil, fish oils. And by change, removing the medicine and changing um, their diet significantly, removing all sugar, turning it into more of a diabetic diet with high fats, and fish oil was the last key to my um, going down to zero seizures a day. And we're over a year seizure-free now, almost a year and a half. And um, we were stuck at uh, about six a week, um, which is not much compared to 20 to 30 a day or even more than that at one point with medicine. And once we um, added the fish oil, we were zero. Um, and so that was one in the morning, one at night. And uh, then Jadelyn's journey started, and because we had shifted everybody's diet, she was at a much lower amount per day of seizures um, as her starting point. And once I added the fish oil and changed the last few ingredients in her diet, she's also seizure-free for uh, almost four months now. So it, it really does, if I didn't see it for myself, I wouldn't understand how much a diet changes. Um, someone's being and health because well, i was, i'm guilty i used to eat twizzlers in the car from appointment to appointment as my lunch uh to keep me going <laughs> you learn that from no one strange right? no yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. now I she feels like her mother because she eats a cucumber on the way yeah. instead yeah <laughs> i moved from twizzlers to cucumbers it just took candace a few years longer yeah yeah so so the oils and the foods actually create a healthy home like actually what's in your cupboards actually makes like sometimes all the difference. Yeah. Like yeah. in your case, it was 100% of the difference because you're already doing a lot of the other things that we're going to recommend. One of them is just get some fresh air in the house. Like in the winter, it's that much harder to get fresh air quality. So having a heat recovery ventilator, something that exchanges the air for stale for fresh air, swaps it out is brilliant. If not, what we did for years is we actually left a window open at crack at both ends of the house so that there was air circulation. And that also reduces the moisture that gets trapped in our really newer airtight homes, mm -hmm. and, which is really important. And not only with, does the air get trapped, what gets trapped inside there is sometimes mold. Mm 
is sometimes those things that have been grown because we're living in a moist environment. Now in the winter, you can also dry it up too much depending on how you put your dehumidifiers and all that sort of stuff. So it's really about getting a balanced or a harmonious air quality for life mm -hmm. and for the house. Because if you make your house sick, you get sick. So mm -hmm. we don't want a sick house. So even yeah. 10 minutes a day opening a window a little bit yeah. will help change the air if you don't want to spend the money or don't you know have the money to spend because now putting stress on your body by spending money you don't have also for deteriorates an, the health. For an HRV. You're yeah, about. I'm thinking yeah. an HRV. Mm -hmm. You're going to increase your heating bills a little bit and yet it's a really small price to pay for, for health. health. Yeah, for an health. HRV will change the air 100% in your house mm -hmm. up to 10 times a day. So you're breathing fresh air. You're not mm -hmm. breathing the air that someone else has already breathed. Right. And that's where the, you know, the sicknesses get trapped. Um, the other thing that's really interesting to do is simply put your fans on. You know, you can turn on bathroom fans. You can mm. turn on uh, the exhaust fan over the stove. As long provided as it's vented. <laughs> outside. Because some of them are vented into the house and they just have a little charcoal filter. Mm -hmm. That's not the best. If at all possible, you can get it vented mm -hmm. to the outside. And then if you own your house... Uh, hopefully you did a home inspection and the, the exhaust vents are actually vented out to a vent to the outside of the house and they're not just vented into the attic space. We've seen several homes where you go up into the attic space and the rafters and the roof sheathing and everything is just black with yeah. mold because the exhaust vents just went up into the attic space. Right, yeah. which you're maybe not breathing in if it's been really plastic wrapped well, except it doesn't take much of a break, even if there's a break around your um, attic hatch. Or now all of a sudden, lights. or your electrical lights, like there's all kinds of um, leakage points. So one of the tricks is to find leaks, water leaks, air leaks, seal those things so that you're choosing how to control the moisture in your house, not letting the, the environment do it. Yeah. And, yeah. and for moisture, you know, we used to have one of those things. I always thought it was hilarious. We had the three dials on it and one would tell you which way the, I don't know, the, the pressure is going, barometer or whatever it's called. And one had the humidity of the house. And that was a very important one. Because if it got, mm. if it got too dry, if it dropped below 40, we had electric heat at the time when I was a kid. And I knew if it dropped too low, then as I walked over to the doorknob, I'd get electrocuted, <laughs> get a little shock going from my hand to the <laughs> doorknob. I knew it was too dry. Other times it was too moist. And really the ideals in that 40 to 50% humidity range, uh, you don't want to go much above 50 because especially if you're measuring upstairs, down in the basement where the walls are cool, you may get more moisture and it may mm -hmm. condense there behind mm -hmm. couches and create mm -hmm. mold. So mold needs 60% humidity mm -hmm. or more to grow. It needs moisture, it needs food, and it needs some heat. So basements are prime candidates. Prime place. And the other reason for sealing your house is when mice or squirrels or raccoons <laughs> yep. or depending on the size of the hole, if they come in to live, and I've had all but the raccoons in my house, we had squirrels living in our attic. In we, our attic, yeah, yeah. Not in our house, no, fortunately, because they make a heck of a mess. They do. We've certainly had mice, though. 
And they're, what they get rid of isn't healthy for you. No. Like it, to breathe that in is just not good news. And so sealing your house really, really tight, because you know those little mice can get in with the size of a dime, a hole that small. Yep. So we want to make sure that you want to make sure, I want to make sure, we all want to make sure that they live outside and not in our homes because it actually can make you sick. You're more prone to be sick. And when the air is so dry outside, in our nose hairs and everything actually dry out a little bit too. So if we're living in too dry of an environment, we're more prone to get sick in the winter because we don't have the same filtering mechanisms so just being aware of that it's real people like cold itself doesn't make you sick that's an old wives tale no yep. and because when you're cold you're more susceptible to getting sick mm -hmm. when the environment's cold <clears throat> yep um, a UV light now some people think oh ultraviolet light I can suntan under it that's not the kind of light I'm talking about well it kind of is but you won't suntan in it because they put it actually right in your furnace duct and it will kill any bacteria that's mm -hmm. in your furnace air. You can also get one for your water supply. Mm -hmm. you know, if you're with the city, it's not, hopefully they're, they're pretty good. But if you're in the country and you're, you're worried that your well may not stay pure all the time, mm -hmm. then a UV light on the intake of your, of your water supply will kill any bacteria that might happen to be in your water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. And then also cleaning the ducts in your furnace and your filters as well mm. uh, in your HRV too. If you're not cleaning those regularly enough, then you're not really helping yourself. Yeah. In, in the yeah. drums of the humidifier that's on some furnaces still there. <laughs> the old style drums. Oh my goodness. We do building inspections with our clients those things are disgusting if full they're not clean. Of, they can be full of mold and then you're blowing that air past all those mold mm -hmm. spores. And mold can really make you sick. Like super sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you're cleaning the ducts, uh, many people have animals. Uh, yeah. We don't. Candace, you do. Yes. And you know, <laughs> I've noticed a huge increase from being a pet-free house to owning one dog, small dog. Increase of what? Of like dirt and hair and grossness and salt. <laughs> my, my house is way dirtier than it ever used to be. Um, and, and yeah, and so can you imagine if my floors look like that, what do my yeah. vents and my furnace yeah. look like? And their, their dander, quicker. Yeah, yeah, their dander is an allergen. Yeah. It gets in your ducts, all the hair and dander. So cleaning them more often yeah. is important if you have a pet. The other thing is... Um, mm -hmm. Surprisingly, I was reading a study this morning, actually, 70% of pet owners sleep with their pet. Yeah. I am not in that 70%. <laughs> <laughs> in, but in, it's I, not, I know yeah. lots of people do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're just more prone to being sick because anything they have, if they have a mite on them or any sort of thing attached to them, uh, they've been outside, they're... Doing who knows what with, yeah, it's just not good. Rolling in the dirt. Um, that well, all if they're just inside. rolling in the dirt, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. they could be rolling in a lot more than the dirt, right? Yeah, yeah. usually and, that's what they're rolling in. Yeah, and so that comes in the house, and now you're more prone to get sick. So actually, homes that have animals, as much as they make you feel better and it's warm and cuddly feeling, it can also increase the probability of be getting ill 
if you're not doing all the other things to make sure that your immune system is functional and okay. working beautifully. And bathing them fairly regularly. Yeah. Uh, you know, being conscious of drying out their skin or anything. Uh, but bathing them regularly will reduce the dander quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Right. So having a clean house is actually one of those things that yeah. actually gets you to be healthier all winter long is just a little more particular even in the winter than the summer because you're so much more trapping everything into the confines of the structure. Now plants. Plants yeah. are interesting because plants are really great. You add a little bit of plant life to your house. Real plants. Real plants. Yeah, I got a bunch of fake ones. You got fake ones? They're not going to help you. No. Plants they, well, will they actually, actually will make it worse, won't I they? Because you They'll create carry dust. the dust. They'll yeah. carry the dust. Yeah. But they, they act as filters like aloe vera plants, fern plants, spider plants. They're awesome as filtering the air of toxins. Mm -hmm. And they also produce oxygen. And they give you that little pick-me-up because it's something green and fresh in the yeah. house in the wintertime when everything outside is buried in mm -hmm. the snow. And sometimes they might flower like a little Christmas cactus, yeah. you know, uh, something like that. So... But you can also overboard your house with plants because plants give off moisture and you're watering them. If you have too many, you can actually make your home too moist if you're not careful. Yeah. You don't have that problem. I do not have that problem. Do you have a black thumb? Uh, yep. I, I was, though, pretty impressed. My daughter last year brought home a, a little plant from school that mm -hmm. she was supposed to bloom over the summer. Right. It's still half alive in my house. Apparently other people's aren't alive, but it hasn't bloomed yet. It hasn't flowered. It's just shooting up like six feet tall, <laughs> this little lonely stem. So I haven't killed that yet, but I was ready to throw it out before I killed it <laughs> the other yeah. day. Well, we yeah. actually just revived that plant that we, what did we, oh, you overwatered it? No, we left it too dry and then you overwatered it and the roots rotted. Anyways, I, I, I survived it. I got it. I revived it. It was, uh, what do they call it? An elephant's ear plant. Yes. And we've had it for 36 years. Or longer. 36 years. So I had to save it. <laughs> so I think I have the green thumb in our house. Yeah. You can pass it along to Ryan <laughs> when you're done with it. And so having scented candles sometimes, people love scented candles or deodorizers, That's a the Glade plug-ins. No. No. They're, they feel like and smell like they could be a good thing sometimes unless you're sensitive to them. But then what they do is they're just there to cover up an odor. They don't actually eliminate the odor. So you now get the odor. You now get whatever's causing the odor. And now you get the camouflage of the odor. And you're potentially sucking in things that are harmful Chemical. to you. Yeah. Chemicals. So a essential oil in a diffuser can be very good. Fresh. Mm -hmm. And just open the windows. Healthy for you too. Healthy. Just get fresh air inside. Because our air, we're so fortunate in Ottawa and in Canada that we actually have really great quality air. Mm -hmm. We're not like so many other parts of the world where opening a window would be make you sicker. <laughs> well, it's true. That's true. That As true. I, this, one of the articles I read while I was researching for some of this show was that mm. inside our houses can be up to five times more pollution than outside. In Ottawa. Yeah. yeah. So we've got to be careful of what we do. And one of those things that brings pollution into the house mm. 
is new furniture. You know, it has that new mm. furniture smell, that yeah. new car smell. That's actually toxic. We know. Yeah, it's the off-gassing mm. off the materials, right? Yeah. So the recommendation is to buy your furniture in spring and summer, not mm. in the winter, so that you can open your windows and allow it to off-gas and it doesn't poison you quite the same. Right. And another great tip is a hypoallergenic mattress cover because you know them dust mites? <laughs> yep. What about those dust mites, Jetta? They're bad. <laughs> and then you Have you ever seen a, a, like a uh, microscopic oh, look at them? Ah! It's scary. And they call them dust mites, but really they're eating your dead skin. I know, yes. but it's disgusting. <laughs> and they can make you sick. And so having one of the covers that lets it go through, but then traps it and doesn't let it come back out to bite you and get you oh, sick. Oh, no, they don't really work that way. They kind of do. No, they just they? keep them on the surface so they don't go into your mattress pad. Wow. And, and you then have you, to vacuum it more. And well, clean you got to wash it. Yes. yes. Yeah. You got to wash it and clean it. And you're, you're, and this is something that I finally, I'm going to win the argument with Yetta. We have a discussion all the time. Do you wash certain things on hot water or cold water setting? And Yetta's very environmentally friendly and wants to use the cold, cold setting water. all the time, right? Because <laughs> it doesn't wreck your colors and all of that. But guess what? I know. It doesn't kill dust mites either. <laughs> so the hot. dryer will. <laughs> Just yep. crank up that dryer. It'll kill those guys. So the idea is with sheets, and I guess I'm going to like conform, is to put them and clean them. I was going to say cook them. But cook them. <laughs> In hot water. Don't cook them. Use hot water. That's the only thing I like to use hot water for is a shower and cleaning. <laughs> well, there you go. So Cooking them in. Yeah. Pop yep. those sheets once a week. Yeah. And I've been guilty of not yeah. always changing mine once a week. But that'll help a lot. And then vacuum and change some of your, if you're going to change your surfaces in your house, hard surfaces are much more healthy than carpet surfaces. Right. Because those dust mites and dirt and bacteria and everything gets and mold spores. locked in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other thing that was kind of gross was they said, make sure you have your company take their shoes off. Outside you, or in? Well, some cultures say you've got to take them off outside. Right. But. If you have an area mat in front of your door, especially one that you can wash or clean, then taking them off on that mat is a good idea and it doesn't drag some of the pollutants and toxins into your house. So healthy home. You may have some amazing ideas of how, well, it's really about being a healthy person. And yet <laughs> having a healthy home creates the probability of a healthy person. So if you have some insights that you're saying, you missed this, you missed this, because I'm sure we did. We've only covered a handful. Share them with us. You're welcome to send us an email at info at Share those insights, and we will share them on future shows. And if you have to be an expert in this field, because we're just life experience experts, <laughs> not actually <laughs> practitioners in these specific elements, Call us, and we may well invite you to be on the Inside Track so that we can share your knowledge and your wealth with others so that they can really have a healthier winter, healthier life. Thriving mm -hmm. in your home and life, we are excited to be your partners in moving forward. What you want to do? What man is on you?